for the unicast in today's radio. This is the drop. Online and on your mobile. Hey guys, the mics are on, faders up, fresh hits and classics queued to go. This is The Drop with Brad and Geordie while you study or drive. Bring up the track and get comfortable for your Thursday Arvo. We've got all the fresh hits and classics from the top artists over the next two hours. Plus, hang around because we're talking everything from the most shocking of news stories to the best news we've heard all week this 18th of May 2017. Also, have you ever dated a relative by accident? This is sure to be interesting. <laughs> Let's kick your Thursday Arvo off with something that's dropped this week. Can can you hear me from Amber Mark? We think you're going to love it. Back after this. Follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash The Drop Unicast. This is The Drop. This is absolutely horrible. A Melbourne restaurant is under fire for racial slur written on a receipt. Now, it's not the fact that the Melbourne restaurant's under, uh, under fire. It's the fact that they had the audacity to write such a horrible thing on a customer's receipt. Uh, the staff member who uh, who typed this particular word uh, has since been fired, um, but how they thought it was okay to write such a thing in the first place is a complete mystery. Um, the Melbourne local uh, Nicholas Machingery, I'm not. 100% sure on how to say that, but he was enjoying lunch with friends uh, when he was handed his receipt, which read, order number 16, the N-word. Ugh, disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, his wife took to Facebook to share the docket, uh, writing about the disgracefully discriminatory treatment. Uh, she says, It's so disappointing that in a place where my husband spent his hard-earned money, he received this sort of disgracefully discriminatory treatment. It's exhausting in a modern and multicultural society. Some staff remain insensitive to the impact that this insidiously nasty and vile word has. This is not okay. And we totally agree, don't we? Oh, absolutely. Why was it necessary to put that on a receipt. I don't know. I, I mean, even if you're going to use it as, I don't know if their thought process. Like, just, just a play, super racist employee. I don't know, but maybe I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. Maybe he it was an identifier for him, so he knew who to give the food to or well, something. That's ridiculous. I, I don't. That's yeah. a receipt. It's and after I, he's paid, like he's paying for it. Yeah, I know. It's just so that's I don't. There's like, actually really no excuse for it at all. No, there's no excuse at all. He's just being. A horrible, insensitive person. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I mean, it was Neil Perry. We can actually name it. It was Neil Perry's Burger Project in Melbourne, um, where the employee uh, was, where this event happened. Well, I think, um, yeah, the fact that they fired him showed that they did not. That place does not support his beliefs. Well, no, and I mean, his it's, it, I mean, I mean, Neil Perry's quite, you know, well known. I mean, he wouldn't want that attached to his name either. No, for sure. So it's definitely just a um, reflection on the individual person. Yeah. And it's absolutely ridiculous and disgusting. I'd have just left it as order number 16 to well, yell out. Order 16, number 16. Would. I think this yeah. is definitely a dig because there's no other reason for him to put this in. No. no Horrible. Just, yeah. Can't understand it. Can't understand it. George, change pace, though. Well, how about 10 kinds of... How does that Right sound? after a break. Right after a break. Yeah, I'm going to make, yeah, make, make, make you wait. I'm going to make you wait. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to head to a song, guys. Back right after this. Unicast. <laughs> 
So is it time yet, George? It is time now, my friend. Yeah. I know you're all very anxious. Uh, it is that time for 10 kinds of. Um, and this week I'm doing... 10 kinds of... Differences between high school and uni. Yes. Yes. So anyone that's, you. anyone that's been to both will know exactly what I'm on about. Yep. Okay, number one, the care factor. The first difference between high school and uni is indeed how much your educator actually cares about whether you pass or fail your subjects. Yes, yes so yes. true. Mm-hmm. Now, we got high school teachers. They care like the fate of the world rests upon your grades. They're always on your back about it. Mm-hmm. Whereas uni tutors, huh, they have marginal to no concern at all whether you pass or fail. They do not care. They get paid anyway. Yep. And that is the attitude that they take. Yep. Um, as much as you may have hated having teachers on your back all through high school or school in general, once you get to uni and you realise that no one except you and maybe your parents give a toss about your grades... It's actually pretty depressing. Let me tell you, it is it is pretty sad because you're just <laughs> like, no one cares if I fail in life, if I don't have nope. a job, if I end up homeless on the street. No one cares. No one cares. No one cares. Except maybe mum and dad for a few more years. Yep. Uh, number two, getting the D. Mm. Mm. Yeah, not that D, unfortunately, guys. Uh, okay. I'm talking about the D that everyone strives for in uni and dreads in school. Okay. Okay, so if you've gone to school and uni, it is inevitable that at some stage you have received a D and hit full-blown panic stations until you realise, or someone informs you, that a D, in fact, means distinction and not drop kick, <laughs> Because they mean two very different things in high school and uni. Yep. Um, I must say, I still, I still hit panic stations sometimes when I see that letter in my feedback forms. Every now and then I'm just so, well, not that I got that many Ds in high school, but you're so used to seeing it in the grading system. Yeah, but it's ABCD, not HD, D, C, P1. And if you just get D, it's okay if you get HD or... Credit's basically the same as a C, I think. It is. So if you get C, you kind of know the same thing. But D, it's like, oh my God, I'm so stressed out. Yep. (laughs) What have I done wrong? I thought I was going, I thought I was on the right track here. Mm. Uh, Number three, embracing individuality versus clones. So if your high school was anything like ours was, you probably had to wear a uniform or at least abide by certain dress regulations. Yeah. And if anyone understands feeling like your school was forcing cloning on its students, it's me. Okay, I'm, I'm not a fan of being a carbon copy of hundreds of other people. Um, may have put up a bit of a fuss in school. I don't know. Maybe some of my teachers would that's say a bonus, that. That's bonus contention. I'm putting it. Because I'm one for wearing like, uniforms. Yes, we're, we're, we're polar opposite, opposites in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel too restricted. I feel like I'm claustrophobic because it's like, oh my God, I'm the same as everybody. And I just argue that you signed a form at the beginning to say that you would wear a uniform. I think I need to start a school that is like... They already have said, schools that don't oh have yeah, uniforms. I think they do. <laughs> <laughs> what? What, were, what were they thinking? I should have gone to one of them. Um, anyway, uni, however, pretty well, all uni, I don't know that, I mean, colleges, I don't know. I don't really Just know. But I'm talking about general tertiary uni. Tertiary studies. Ter- yeah, you know, I'm talking, yeah, the, yeah. your old average Joe Blow uni. Mm-hmm. They embrace individuality. 
I guess I see it a lot, especially being in an arts degree where you kind of get all kinds of eccentric people, but I'm sure you get to see it everywhere. And I personally just love it. You can rock up with pink hair. Everyone loves it. You can rock up with, you know, 50 face piercings if that's your thing. People embrace it, you know. <laughs> you can wear your – you can embrace your own culture if you come from somewhere else. You can wear your bangles. You can wear headrests. You can – like anything, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I was like everyone's cup of tea, but I love it. I love it. Number four, the extracurricular activities between uni and high school. bit different. Um, so high school – Probably encourage, you know, things like the chess club or uh, school sports. Yeah, uni is more kind of uni bar and pub crawls that get promoted everywhere. <laughs> yep. Yep. I think I finally found somewhere I can excel in extracurricular activities, actually. Um, I mean, I suppose uni does have sports teams that you can join. Uh, not that I hear about them a lot, I guess. Um, I guess they know that... Theatre students aren't really their niche that they need to go for when acquiring uh, sporty people. Um, And, I mean, I suppose where school encourages camps, uni encourages international study and travel experiences, so it's just kind of a step up. Um, So I guess they're not polar opposites in this department, but, yeah, as far as as pub crawls, I I didn't hear a lot about them in high school. Not from the teachers. No, that is. no, they c- they couldn't necessarily promote that. No, probably not. Considering everyone's underage, um, <laughs> yeah. that would be very irresponsible. Uh, number five, the fashion effort. Do you remember how much pressure people put on outfits on the odd high school casual day that we had? It was actually ridiculous. Like. I think Miss Universe outfits get thrown together quicker than a girl raiding her wardrobe before a casual day. And then, oh my God, the judgment when you actually got to school. Mm-hmm. They would just sit there and critique everyone's clothes like they'd never seen anyone wear casual clothes before. I'm like, do you actually, like, is this what you like out in everyday life in the shopping centre? You just judge everyone's clothes? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. Um, I actually heard a girl one time criticise this isn't really casual clothes, but on a casual day, criticise a girl for coming to school with wet hair. She was like, oh my God, I can't believe she came with wet hair. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I rock up to uni. I've had a shower about a minute before I've walked out the door. My hair's still pretty much dripping. And yeah, you can pull, you know, I guess you can pull it off if it's a rainy day. You can say, hey, I got drenched, except your clothes are dry. Um, But I really don't care. And nobody at uni seems to care if I rock up like that or what I come to uni wearing either. Um, So I guess uni is a real slap in the face to those kind of judgy people because newsflash, no one cares what you wear. Yeah. I mean, if you rock up in jeans and actually bother to put some jewellery on, you're doing well here, you know? You're doing well. Yeah. Uh, Number six, the nerd impossibility. So your interests can't be nerdy if everyone in the classroom loves the same thing. See, I love that. Yeah, I love that too. Mm -hmm. That's what I love. I can waffle on quoting Shakespeare and no one in my class is going to pay me out about it because they can all do the same thing. See, you you just can't be a nerd. Except, I suppose, you can be a nerd in the good sense where you're just really, like, if you're just really good at your chosen subject. But then everyone just admires you for your vast knowledge. They're not 
going to pick on you because you're you're the best of they you're, they want to be your they friend want to, for being yeah they want to be yeah, your they friend want your help. because they want the yeah exactly it's so good I love this I love this I really notice it when I'm sitting in like my literature classes and they're talking about Shakespeare and I can go on and on and everyone's like mm, yeah that's a great point they're not sitting there like okay mm-hmm. <laughs> all right no one likes Shakespeare because they do I love it anyway <laughs> <laughs> number seven Self-inflicted pain. Now, one good thing about high school is that when things got really stressful and you were hating life, you could just blame the government and your parents for making you go to school. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can't handle the hate in uni because technically you voluntarily signed up for the work yourself and no one else actually forced you to do it. So... You can't. I mean, <laughs> you can't there's even, no excuse. You can't. No, because you're paying for it. You're paying for you it. You wanted it. You, you want the career, don't you? You so want the like career. You can't necessarily just go, look, you're a sucky journalism teacher exactly. and I'm never going to get a job because of X. No, actually, it's because you it's suck. Because you. you signed up for it. It's <laughs> what you are saying that you're mm-hmm. really good at or really like. So yeah. You can't complain about anything. Mm-hmm. You can't be like, oh, mum makes me go to school. Like, oh, for government. Oh, they should let us finish school in year eight. Like, you can't do it because it's voluntary. (laughs) It does suck. Even though you basically have to have a degree to go into like 80% of careers these days. Yeah, yeah. Still. Even though you had animal husbandry, you've got to go TAFE. That's it. You've got to do some kind of study. Yep. Um, So, unfortunately, it's kind of a lose-lose in that situation. pretty much. Yeah. Number eight, paid parking. This is my worst nightmare. Mm, Yep. Another thing high school has over uni is Mm -hmm. free parking. Um, Yeah. None of this paid parking and having to walk a kilometre to get to your class. Not in high school. I mean, we can't really complain because parking costs like $2 max at our campus. But in the city... There's a different story barely altogether. any parking at the uni. You it's have like to fourteen bucks for two hours. It's ridiculous. Can you imagine being there all That's day? That's my lunch twice over. Exactly, and I am stingy when it comes to lunch. I can't even imagine parking. That's why so many people have to bus I, I, it. I bring or... a I bring a packed lunch so I don't have to pay for exactly. it. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. We're stingy. Can you imagine if we had to pay for parking that was more than $2? Well, as it was this morning, I was going to get you to park on a back street so that I didn't have to pay. Exactly. This is what we're like. (laughs) Whereas high school, don't have to worry about that. Plenty of parks for everyone. Don't have to pay Mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. They actually like count student cars and it's like, yes, we need exactly this many. Exactly. They really care about you being there. I guess it's part of the... They know that you have to be there and they want you to be there, whereas uni don't really care, I suppose. Yeah, no. Um, number nine, no obligatory events. Oh, I like <laughs> this one. Surely I am not the only person out there who absolutely despised sports days and cross-country events at school. I hated them. Mm-hmm. I hated. I think everyone did. I hated that they were compulsory. I hated that teachers didn't care if your skill set did not extend to physical activity. I... There was a lot of hate for these events, let me just say that. You loathed them. Yep, I absolutely hated them. Uh, Swimming carnivals, there's another one. Yep, I hated them. I hated them. If they, look, have them, okay, this is a bit of a rant, have them, 
but sure, don't make everyone but don't make them compulsory. Yeah, maybe you know what? I wouldn't even mind if they were compulsory to attend, as long as I didn't have to participate. Participate. I would be happy to participate and but just then they like think they they fear that no one would do it because there's so much yeah. judgment in high school. But that's the thing: if no one wants to do it, why are you forcing us to do it? It's like one day of the year. It's not affecting our physical they have a health. Curriculum to fulfil. But that's that's it. I used to hate it because it would interfere with studies. I know yeah, I'm a nerd. I, know. I went. I'm a I, nerd, uh, but I think because we went to a Christian college, um, we had that in Year Twelve. We had like a retreat sort of thing. Yes, and it was right and in the middle of a of research project and a lot of other different assignments. And so I didn't go, but they still slogged me for that. Yes, because they like want you to go to. Th- I don't know. It's kind of, it's very twisted and and mean of them that they make you go to these things and it's not even helping you for your future. Mm. Like me going to sports it's days like or not going to sports day days. Exactly. Mm. Me going to sports days or not going to sports days would not affect me getting into uni or getting a job in the future. So just why why are you making why are you torturing me with this? Anyway, you don't have any of that at uni. I mean, like learning and lessons aren't even compulsory at uni. No, I know. You don't even, you don't have, even to have to go to a lecture. lecture. Yeah. Oh, I went to a lecture the other day. I was the only person. Congratulations. There. You went to a lecture. I know. And <laughs> I was the only like. person in there. It was like, oh my God, this is so awkward. awkward. That is awkward. Yeah. Because then he, he goes, oh, we should um, we should do like some, uh, you know, to and froing and that. And should I'm like, we? and I'm like, mm, no. I'd normally sleep through this. It's just that no one else is here. <laughs> yeah. So I actually just kept my head down to my book the whole time. Yeah. That's I thought it. I was writing anything. At but. uni, if you rock up for even the learning part of it, they're happy with you. Yeah, I know. They're like, oh, my God, kids are actually attending my lecture. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that is definitely And then something. they reward themselves, you know, with a cup of coffee later on. It's exactly. Like, uh, so much more chilled. Yeah, whereas, other, like, high school teachers are like, eh, exactly. there's no kids in my class. Where are they? Got to chase them up. Yeah, exactly. Give everyone attentions. Yeah. Um. Yeah, definitely something uni has over high school there. Definitely, in my opinion. Uh, number 10, our last one today is cafe variety. So, no. No, you are not limited to diet varieties and juice boxes because iced coffee has caffeine and doesn't meet some health guideline at your school. <laughs> now you are in uni, my friend, and there are multiple places to choose from to get your lunch and you can get whatever you want. Healthy or not, no one's going to judge you. No one's going to restrict what you can eat. Mm-hmm. You can eat whatever you want, as much as you want. Yeah. Go to the uni bar in the middle of the day. You could. And if you if you go to uni in a city, mm-hmm. what, what, you've got access to food all around you. Yeah, McDonald's, KFC. Exactly. Hungry Jack's. I mean, even us, we are a little bit on the outskirts, but... We've got two cafes at our fingertips. Yep. Right and uh, and uh, there's, there's a pub down the road. There's Yeah, there's a grocer's across the block and there's also a Macca's about five minutes away. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So plenty of options, whereas yep. there's none of this like, oh, no, you can't leave school um, in school hours. No, because you're an adult now. Well, you probably were quite capable of doing it in high school, but you weren't allowed to. But now... Freedom, my friend. Freedom and you can eat what you want. Yeah. And if that's not a win, I don't know what is. No. And guys, that is your 10 kinds of for this week. If you have any suggestions, as always, let us know via the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the drop uni SA. Follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash the drop uni SA. Unicast. This is the drop. Uh, George, when you look forward in the, in the script and you see... You see things that you're just 
Didn't want to see. Didn't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking charge of those. I'm just going to sit back and listen <laughs> like everyone else. The second hour is going to be very, very interesting for you people and you are going to like it. So I think you should stick around. As uh, as awkward as joining my finder, I think some of us are going to take a great message out of this. This is what happens when you... <laughs> I knew something was up when you said to me last night, no, is everything sorted? Everything's sorted for the show. Nothing is ever sorted on time and you must have been plotting something. Yep. <laughs> Uh, oh dear. Okay, so how sick is this? An Adelaide woman has been filmed allegedly stealing flowers from graves at a cemetery on Mother's Day. The man uh, filming followed her down the road after witnessing the theft at the Salisbury Mo- Memorial Park in North Adelaide. He said to her, you're stealing flowers that people have taken to their mums. Then the woman de- denied that they were stolen, first saying that she'd bought them from the train station before changing her story to, suge- to suggest uh, they were from the city. Uh, she said with sass that, I don't have to explain anything to you. And the man continued pursuing the woman, of course, until she ran off in a half. And then, of course, as every other you know modern-day contemporary person does, they, he uploaded the vid to Facebook. That's crazy. Who steals Mother's Day flowers at a cemetery? What a sicko. There Look, you can't even say, like, oh, maybe I didn't have enough money and I had to get mum some flowers. Like, honestly, there are flowers around the place. Pick them and bunch them up yourself. Yeah, I know. There's no, there's not really any excuse to do this. It's a very weird thing to do. Yeah. They're for other people's mums. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, half of them generally are fake, so they last the year till they get back the next year or to the yes. to the, the date of death or the date of birth, you know, yeah. whatever. You know, so that, that people do these commemorative sentimental things. Yeah. And um, the flowers need to last till then. They're going to go there and then they're going to find that all their beautiful flowers have been stolen by this bloody cheap trick woman. Very weird. Who, yeah, who is delusional. I do find that very strange. Oh, God, it just gets me so angry. I can see that. I can see that. It Mm. is a very weird thing, though, to do. I don't really understand her thinking behind that. I don't think I would want to steal somebody else's flowers who... Mm -hmm. From a from a graveyard, like just nah, no, don't just don't go there, love. Yeah. Okay, around three thirty, we're going to be introducing a brand new segment, George, and it has its own countdown and everything. So you've just got to stick around. You know it's legit, then. Yep, you've just got to stick around until you hear the countdown, and then it's just going to boom come in and hit you. And we're going to be right there. Yep. And you're going to enjoy it. Like a train to the skull. It's just going to hit you right Boom. right in there. Yeah. Cool. Yep. All right. I'll look forward to it. I'll keep an ear out. Okay. Keep an ear out? Mm. You know what I meant. <laughs> we're we're going to take our, uh, our hourly break now, people, and we're going to be back right after the songs. Catch you soon. Just about done, honey. Well, I'm not a crook. <laughs> That's pretty much it. This is Unicast Internet Radio. Fresh hits and classics. The drop is
<laughs> I'm in trouble. Unicast. All the latest in your local events, musics and films with What's Going On. So here's what's going on across Adelaide over the weekend. The highly anticipated Clare Valley Gourmet Weekend is set to return to the picturesque Clare Valley this Friday the 19th of May to Monday the 22nd. As the longest running event of its kind in Australia, the weekend is a major drawcard on the South Australian calendar celebrating the Clare Valley's best food, wine and regional atmosphere. Good to get around it, guys. The details and full programs can be found on the event website, clarevalley.com.au. Message us with your experiences at the event. We sure do want to hear them. Stick around for the dry, for the vital drop, rather. <laughs> for, the, for the dreidel. The what now? For the dreidel. Uh, for the vital drop coming up real soon. It's your number one request, request for this Thursday as you study your drive. Plus... We also have your brand new segment right around the corner after these next two songs. Give it up for dot, dot, dot. This is... Oh, my God, here it is. Five. You keen, George? I'm super keen, Brad. No idea. Here we go. One. Hell yeah. Rumour has it, people. All right. What's the rumours, Brad? Okay, first one up. Uh, Bindi Irwin is pregnant. Ooh. Wildlife warrior Bindi Irwin and her boyfriend Chandler Powell have a very expensive new dilemma, people. But it's not a pregnancy. No, sorry. Oh. Uh, Bindi and her boyfriend have been offered a multi-million dollar TV deal to star in their own TV show, which will see them marry and have a baby. But Terry Owen has said flat out, no. I mean, that was the contract. They they get a TV show, but they have yeah. to get married and have a baby. Yeah, that, it was an American one. Um, of well, course. that makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Geordie Shaw. Um, what? But I don't know. Well, I have. I'm not surprised that Terry has vetoed that idea because that sounds crazy. Yeah, so um, they were they had to get married and have a baby, and it was supposed to be like a reality show, and they yeah, were just no. like, no, no, no. Like Chandler and uh, Chandler and Bindi turned around and said, nah, because we're just not ready for yeah, it. Yeah, well, fair enough. She's younger than I am. Yeah, I know. I fair know. enough. I wouldn't. And he's do only that. just he's only just older than us. Yeah, not if you're being pushed into it, at least. Yeah, I know. No, no, mm. no. Okay, is there any other rumors? Uh, yeah. Uh, Harry Styles is bisexual, people. After years of stories about Harry Styles dating women, uh, he set the record straight. Talking to the sun, Harry praised the likes of Miley Cyrus for being open about their bisexuality, adding that his own sexual preferences aren't so clear-cut either. Good for him. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Um, So it's kind of like, you know. So that's true. That is true. He is definitely bisexual. Uh, there was a bit of a rumour that he was in with uh, co-star Louis oh, from uh, One Direction. He has a wife, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. But at oh, the, back when in, the, back yeah, in back the day. Back in the day. Back in the day. Sure, um, sure. Who knows? So, yeah, we're, uh, but no, now I'm, I'm not sure if he's dating anyone at the moment. Um, he was talking about T-Swizzle. Like uh, in the yep yep that was a uh, that was a very uh, well known one yep 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 so um, oh, good for him yeah I think it was pretty good the but segment or Harry's uh... oh no no the fact that he actually uh, not not necessarily came out but like you know 
just in was the, open about it. Yeah, in the colloquial able, way, yeah, he, ob, he able came out and talked about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. That's this week's rumours. There's only two of them. I know, I'm sorry. A little bit anticlimactic. But yeah, that was good. That was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, rumour has it will return next Thursday. We're talking the benefits of sex next. Rumour has it he's the one I'm leaving you for. The Drop. On Unicast. Facebook.com forward slash The Drop UniSA. Online and on your mobile. <laughs> this is The Drop. Here we go. Yep. This is the one that I saw. And she was dreading. I noted and... um. Um, I wouldn't say dreading. I just saw it and, and didn't know about it. And I was like, all right, Brad, what have you got in store for us today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, everybody, listen up because I have the best things you could, the best news that you could possibly hear all week. This is going to make your Thursday afternoon. Uh, everyone knows oh sex is good for you. Oh, but who knew it had heaps and heaps of other benefits? Like... 23 other benefits. If you're like me, you didn't know this, but you're now intrigued. Stick around because we have all of them. Number one, regular sex can make you look seven years younger. It increases levels of DHEA right after finishing, and that's why people in their 60s still harder are looking so bloody fantastic. Um, but I don't really like the sciencey part. I just like the first, you know, claws. In right. Um, regular sex makes you look younger. That could be an issue um, if you've just got to, like, legal sex age and you're 17 and you're looking seven years younger, Brad, because I don't know that people want to have sex with a 10-year-old, and if they do, they shouldn't. No, I mean by their complexion. Their complexion. Oh, will... so they have the complexion of a 10-year-old. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Number two, you can live longer by having regular sex. Uh, that's more than twice a week. Uh, has and it has been linked to an increase of three to eight years in a person's lifespan. Right. Hmm. Well, there you go. Up your ante, people. Number three, it can make your man f- more fertile. The quality of sperm improves when men have regular sex. Tests, uh, tests have shown that sperm quality lowers through abstinence, people, particularly after ten days. Yes. So heaven forbid if you have if you've abstained for twenty years, poor priests, your, you know? your little swimmers aren't working anymore. The poor priests, they probably got none left. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, it helps to protect against the common cold. Well, there you go. Number five, it keeps you slim. So does regular exercise. (laughs) Okay, yep, good. That is a form of exercise, though, Jordan. Number six, uh, it makes you more attractive. Now that's subjective. Who's who's saying that? Uh, It's your partner. Because uh, no, no, it's because um, it increases uh, pheromone levels, and so the opposite sex is just like, ooh, yeah, supposedly uh, wooed towards you. Number seven, uh, it can make PM. It can cure PMT in women. Uh, Heaps of women out there say that they they feel less premenstrual pain uh, if they have intercourse before their cycle. Okay, well there you go. It's also. uh, uh, not proven, but it's a, t- a common tendency that uh, it feels better. It's actually the the, sun- the senses are heightened before your your cycle this as well. Is, this is tips and tricks with Bradley here, mm-hmm. and I'm feeling <laughs> a little uncomfortable since they're related. But thank you. good, glad we did this. Number eight, it wards off heart attacks. Number nine, relieves a stuffy nose. Number ten, flattens facial wrinkles. Number eleven, and it prevents rashes. Um. They're all unless, brilliant. Unless they're friction rashes. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> okay, that was too far. I wish I just didn't comment during this whole session. <laughs> <laughs> Number 12. It also acts as a natural antidepressant. 
Yeah, that's self-explanatory. Yeah, I suppose. that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, number thirteen promotes skin renewal. By that, uh, it's um, it acts. I don't know how. I can't remember all the facts. Doesn't matter. Promote skin mm-hmm. renewal, people. Mm-hmm. Number fourteen. It's a big confidence booster. Well, hell yeah, unless it you're is. really bad at it and your partner tells you so. Yeah. Okay. Then it's not so much. And mm. then your partner's a bit sucky too. Your partner's not helping you to make you better. Right. There's so many puns I could make right now, but I'm abstaining. Um, yeah, the, the, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not calling from personal experience here I'm, no, about the confidence. It's just in general, general puns, but, but yeah, let's just continue. It's probably the safest option. Okay, number 15, it helps lower blood pressure and relieve stress. Okay. That It does. It, it has to. Okay. I mean, there's no other way. I mean, it's just the chemical release, the hormones, everything. Oh, of course, it's just of like, course, you know, hormones, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, no, and it's also, you know, true. Uh, number 16, it can relieve arthritis. Fantastic. So that's why people, you know, above the, above the age of 50 who are starting to suffer with arthritis, yeah. if they're still going hard at it, which they should be because it's good for you, right. um, it is actually truly good for you. Um, <laughs> you sound so condescending. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure my, that's the case. My go-to Brad. when I'm uncomfortable is condescending. So <laughs> just, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so release arthritis. Number 17 guarantees you a good night's sleep. Because you pooped <laughs> Well, you may literally poop too, but. Oh, no, Geordie, Geordie, Geordie. Yeah. Okay. But you're buggered. Yeah. Yes, okay. Number 18 right. uh, keeps your bones nice and healthy. Yep, okay, right, uh, righto. So does milk and calcium. <laughs> yep, whatever. Milo could do the same trick, but what, whatever. It sounds like you really are against sex, you <laughs> I know, I'm just, <laughs> just really Milo un- is an easier topic <laughs> to talk about. Continue, continue. Uh, number, number 19, it's the best protection, protection against prostate cancer. So boys uh, yes, most certainly keep going at it. Number 20, we're nearly there, George. Okay, uh, it's the best way to start the day. That's subjective. No, it really is. It really is the best way to start the day. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, Brad. Cool. That's, well, a, that's, so a, tip, get, that's a tip just Brad put so, in. We should so get Callum on the line. Um, he would have the best. He would laugh at you, I reckon, just for being so. Well, yes, I'm sure there are a lot of people that are feeling this with me right now. No. It's uncomfortability, if that's a word. I, I don't think it is. Comfortableness. <laughs> Number 21. Finally, uh, it's good for your teeth. I don't cu- even want to know why that is a thing. I don't know either. Uh, <laughs> don't know. Promotes, do. promotes enamel growth. Whatever makes your bones good, uh, I suppose. It makes your teeth good. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, uh, it can cure headaches. Okay. And number 23, it keeps you healthy in old age. Yep, cool. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Moral here, well, have more sex. Um, good. Sex it up. We're going to go to a song now. <laughs> no, we're, um, we're not actually. <laughs> yeah, like... We're not? No. I'm just trying to fast forward. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you just, why are you so uncomfortable? Cool, what are we doing? What's this? What's the song? What am I listening to right now? (laughs) It's the intro for the uh, vinyl drop. Um, Oh, yes, my actual favourite part. Yeah, we've locked in your top picks for your Thursday lineup. And um, unfortunately, this song, I don't think it is. Oh, no, actually, reading the title of it, it possibly could be about sex. So, um, Geordie might. Glorious. Might want to tune. I don't know. Um, Glorious. Yeah. It's just three songs away, people. 
uh, it's the top fresh hit or uh, question, uh, which is the top fresh hit or classic for this Thursday. You're going to find out soon. Yep, it's coming up, guys. Stick around, (laughs) even if we've almost scared you off. (laughs) The vital drop is on soon. Online and on your mobile. (laughs) This is The Drop. That's the end of the show, peeps. Thanks for hanging out with us again this Thursday. Hit up the Facebook page for more from Brad and I. Hit facebook.com forward slash the drop uniSA. Get in touch with us, request your favourite songs and tune in again next week for all the goes in time for your weekend. <laughs> I think that's goss. Goss? What did I say? Goes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <Goss>. Like <laughs> all the goss. But the goes, you know, the twos and fros. <laughs> the twos and fros, the goes. <laughs> like always, you can catch up anytime with the full full show podcast. Now on iTunes, just search the drop in the podcast category. Awesome. Catch you same time <laughs> next week, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Miss the show? Catch the podcast. All the day's highlights and more at facebook.com forward slash the drop uni essay. The drop. <laughs>